You know, when someone's kind of watching you from behind, you kind of get this that tingling on the back of your neck. You just kind of know it's there, right? So I'm looking back up the slope of this hill to this tree line. That's when I noticed the outline of a wolf head, right? But a big one. life of me I couldn't figure out how something was going to be this tall and I also was like oh man am I imagining this things aren't supposed to exist like this this is the cryptic creatures podcast I am Brian and with me as always is my co-host Todd what's going on buddy hey man um you know I was thinking this show tonight, we've got another Dogman encounter. Yes. And we're getting a lot of these lately. What is going on with this Dogman thing, dude? I know. They seem to be more and more as of late. I mean, so. everybody's seeing Dogman now. Is Dogman the new Bigfoot? Is that what's going on? Are we missing this train here? <laughs> missing the boat. I mean, shit. I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, so. yeah, I do love some Dogman stories, and I love the whole concept of Dogman. Uh, a little bit of different variety from the Bigfoot thing. So um, yeah, we do like yeah. bringing people on and talking about Dogman and hearing their story because these things keep popping up, popping up, and uh, you know. Yeah. And we want to know what the hell they are. What's going on here? You know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to bring Darcy on tonight. Darcy's from Wisconsin. I believe in the area of Bray Road is where the she saw this. Famous thing. beast of Bray Road, yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe we're looking at a cousin or a distant relative of the Bray Road. Maybe it's the same thing. Or maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Anyway, let's uh, not waste any more time. Let's bring her on and see what she's got to say. Right on. Let's get her. Darcy, thanks for coming on and talking to us. You're welcome. Yeah, good having you. So you had an encounter, was it in Wisconsin? Yes, southeastern Wisconsin. Southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, yes. Was this by chance anywhere near Bray Road? I believe it's not far. I'm not sure what the exact distance is to it, though. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us about your encounter and, and uh, tell us what happened? Okay. So it started back, or it, it happened back in, like, 94. I was on a choir retreat with school. and. The whole couple of days was kind of interesting. Um, you know, you go through like the typical, like trust building exercises and crap that they want you to do for school. We got to where we were camping and, uh, we were rehearsing for the show we were going to put on for the parents later that weekend. Um, and the whole, the whole thing started probably about midway through the afternoon. Uh, we got done with the choir rehearsal and we went outside afterwards and there was like this, just this beautiful gold fog that was everywhere. Imagine a regular mist, but gold instead of your typical gray silver fog mist. And it just had this extra warmth to it, which was just amazing. Um, fast forward to that night, we had gotten done with supper and some of the kids managed to talk the chaperones into doing a bonfire in a pit 
where uh, if we've got the mess hall at kind of like the top of the hill and it's a gentle slope going down to this fire pit area and then to the right there is uh, kind of a wood line and then directly down from the mess hall there's a, a split in the wood line and then it goes into more woods off to the left side um we were sitting there and the, the bonfire flames had to be licking a good seven foot tall so even though it was dark out by this time you know there's definitely a decent amount of light to see by um can't remember the moon phase at the time sorry guys uh but you know when someone's kind of watching you from behind you kind of get this that tingling on the back of your neck you just kind of know it's there right Mm-hmm. And we had a bunch of practical jokesters with us. I really thought it was one of the campers just trying to screw with me. And uh, so I decided I'm going to try and spin around real fast to catch them. I turn around and there's there's no person behind me. And I'm staring. I'm like, well, that's funny. So I'm looking back up the slope of this hill to this tree line. And uh, that's when I noticed uh, the outline of kind of like a, a wolf head, right? But a big one. And it was such a dark black. I swear to you, it's like light could not escape this fur. And I've been big into, you know, canines my whole life. So I know a wolf from a fox from that kind of thing. It's not like I wouldn't know um, what I was actually looking at. But for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how something was going to be this tall. And I also was like, oh, man, am I imagining this? Things aren't supposed to exist like this. And that's when the fire, like, caught the eye. So you're getting that eye shine, right? And it wasn't self-illuminating like I've heard so many people talk about. It was just the typical reflection that you get from light shining off of something's eyes at night, right? That yellowy, reddy, orangey, greeny kind of thing going on um and my fiance at the time was seated to the right of me and i like nudged him i'm like do you see that back there and he looked back and he's like yeah it's there and i'm like well aren't you concerned he's like no (laughs) okay he fed some cheesy line to me at the time and i'm like okay well as the night's going on because we sat out there for a couple hours I noticed that if I would like turn around to check behind me more often, this thing was like kind of receding back into the wood line a little bit. But uh, if I'd spend more time looking ahead at the fire and fire gazing and then slowly try to peek over my shoulder from time to time, it was out of the wood line a little bit more. Not that it ever fully emerged from the wood line. Uh, but um, eventually, you know, it gets late and you got to leave. Certainly they were not going to let me get walked back to the girl's cabin by a guy. So I had to go up to the mess hall and find one of the other girls. And thankfully I ran into somebody I knew from track. And she admitted she was feeling uneasy that evening. Although she never, even years later when I asked, never admitted to seeing anything like I had seen. Um, but at the time... We grabbed each other's hand and made like just this mad dash for the girls' cabin. Get there and both realized we had to go to the bathroom, so we had to 
go to the outhouse and neither one of us was willing to wait outside. So that was an interesting thing. Finally get back to the cabin and we both tucked up underneath the covers, heading all till after morning light came. Of course, you know, being a teenager at the time, because I think I was like a junior and going into high school that year, you, you don't have a whole lot of common sense. <laughs> so the next morning I go out to where I saw this thing, you know, and I'm looking around because I want answers. I always had more curiosity than what was good for me. And uh, I'm looking around and over by where I saw this thing standing are two pine trees with wood chips at the bottom. And there's definitely, you could tell weight had been pressing down on them for quite some time. But I noticed kind of like this twiggy shrubbery stuff behind it. So that perplexed me a little bit because if this thing's moving back and forth a little bit in and out of that wood line, how the hell was it not making a sound that night? And I also, even before I got to the area, there was just this awful smell coming from it. And what I found on the ground looked like scat. Like something had really foul, upset stomach. The grayish, brownish color with a tinge of green to it. There were these little piles all over. Um, so that was interesting. And then my dumb ass goes walking off into the woods, headed towards the boys' cabin to see if anybody's up there to go pal around with, because the girls' cabin, everybody was sleeping in. And as I'm headed over to the boys' cabin, as if the night before wasn't weird enough, I, I, I'm heading over there and I see this reddish orb. Um, it's probably about the size of a volleyball and about head height more densely colored in the center and it kind of like diffuses as it gets towards the outside of the sphere come out from like the wooded hillside area and again like i said being a teenager i just wasn't all that bright so i decided to follow a damn thing <laughs> and it's not like sitting like in a direct straight line it kind of does this hover thing as it's moving forward going up the trail and at one point, this thing stops. And even though it's just an orb, you can tell the thing's like turning around to look at you. And I just kind of get this thing in my head going, what the hell do you want? You're kidding, right? I'm, I'm now frozen solid where I stand, scared to death. I'm like, oh shit, what am I going to do now? And eventually it turns back around, starts going back up the trail. What do I do? You think I'd turn back? Nope. Kept following it. Finally gets to where the trailer on T-Bones into another trail. And just past that, there's a whole bunch of woods. Well, this orb went into the woods and just dissipated right in front of me. Can't say anything else weird happened that weekend. Just those three particular incidents. But right, that's it was enough. Yeah, I'd say you went through a lot that weekend. That's uh, pretty amazing yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so let's talk about the orb for just a second, and then we go, let's go yeah. back, back to the creature that you saw. Um, you said you were kind of following this thing and against maybe your own will. Did you feel like it was kind of drawing you to follow it at all, or were you mesmerized by this thing? Uh, 
again, curiosity killed the cat, and I was just notorious for that at that age. I wanted to know what it was, what it was doing there. Um, at that point, ESP, paranormal, ghost spirits, that kind of thing had me enthralled. So I, I wanted answers. And up to that point, I didn't know orbs could be seen in broad daylight. I thought they needed to be seen at night. So I've had this really unique learning curve thanks to that experience. Yeah. <laughs> how far away or how close do you think you got to the orb? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think I got any closer to than like 10 or 15 feet. It's pretty close. Yeah. Close enough. Close yeah. enough, yeah. <laughs> Could you feel any heat radiating off the orb at all? Not at all. Nope. Or was it making any sound? You hear anything? Yes. No sound. Absolute quiet. Oh, I mean, it's not like the whole forest was quiet with the orb. You still had like some little frogs off in the distance, and you had the birds singing that morning. It's not like that right. eerie silence that accompanies some cryptids like they talk about. But it, <laughs> the orb itself didn't make any noise. Do you think it had anything to do with the uh, the weird sky you saw that, that day or so before? I'm still trying to figure that out to this day. I've pondered it for a long time. The, that gold fog is the only time I've ever seen anything like it. And I don't know what to connect it to. How uh, far away do you think you were from the creature when you saw it, Darcy? Oh, God. That had been... I'm going to say a solid 20 feet. That's still pretty close. Right. Wait, considering it's not supposed to exist and it's watching me from the woods and I can't yeah. get a feel as to why. I mean, I will say I never felt threatened by it. I think the scared feeling I had is just because I was seeing something that's not supposed to exist. Something everybody tells me is just part of movies. Right. I never got growled at. And even when my friend and I were running for the cabin, we didn't get chased. None of that. I mean, so <laughs> whatever right. it was, thankfully, it didn't have any kind of ill intent. Did you notice any details of it? You said you saw kind of the outline of it and the, the head um, shape. Was it like a dog, you said, or a wolf? I mean, I know a lot of people, they talk about dogmen, they talk about those really high-pointed ears, but this was more of like an equilateral triangle to the shape of the ear. And the other thing I remember stood out really weird is the fact that the coat, I mean, we're talking, this happened in summer in southeastern Wisconsin. That's hot as hell. It was in August. And yet this thing's coat looked like a winter coat on a wolf. So I don't know why it would have been that thick, regardless of whether we're talking a wolf, uh, some other animal, whatever, it doesn't make any sense as to why it would be that thick. It's just hmm. not normal. But um, I want to say this thing was at least six foot tall. It could have been taller. Um, and given the chart that I've seen floating around with the different variant types, it would have been type one variant one it was definitely very just wolf looking but you could tell from the height this was not some quadruped <laughs> this thing had to be standing on its hind legs you said it had a smell to it can you describe the smell 
the smell actually was the scat, not the, uh, oh, okay. yeah, the, that scat. Oh, I had someone try to tell me it, it was a backed up grease trap. I don't know if I'd say that. Um, That's a pretty nasty smell. It is. I mean, even with the foul diarrhea I've smelled in my course of working with dogs, because I spent 18 plus years as a professional groomer, I've never even smelled something that rancid. Wow. It was bad, but it's not like a urine or decayed animal. Because I'm, I, I know both those smells. This was just like, <sighs> it was enough to gag you. You're, you're glad you were outside. If, if you were inside with that smell, it would have bowled you over. I'm at a loss to try and describe it, though. Did you happen to look for any footprints or see any kind of footprints or anything like that? I did not see any footprints. Unfortunately, um, the grass and the grassy area was pretty thick. And the wood chips, because of the weight, they were just pressed down on. I didn't get any um, like prints or anything. There was like no mud nearby for me to catch anything. Uh, the Boy Scouts volunteer and put chips down on the trails out that way all the time, so they're pretty well-maintained trails when there is something. No scratches on trees or anything? Not that I noticed, but I don't know that I thought to look for them that much at the time. Right. Before your uh, sighting, had you ever heard of a dog man before? No. I mean, you hear about werewolves in the movies, but it's just like a television or movie script thing i had no clue that these things existed and even after my encounter i didn't know what to make of it for a long time it wasn't until i saw a haunted travels uh thing on history channel where they talked about linda godfrey and the beast of bray road and i actually ended up contacting linda to ask her her opinion about what had happened all those years ago i'm like do you think this could be this? Do you think it's something else? I just want your honest opinion. I'm still trying to process this and what happened. And she said it's a possibility. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then on and off through the years, I've kind of been digging. And uh, now I'm so obsessed. I want to find time so I can go out and look for more uh, evidence that these things exist, you know? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, what, what year was the Beast of Bray Road cited? Uh, Do you know? <sighs> Oh God, the, the Beast know, of Bray Road that goes back. That that goes back to before I was born. It was in the just in the eighties. Since she saw hers, yeah, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, when what year, Darcy? Was your encounter again? My year was 1994. Mm-hmm. And I know that it predated that. Linda got called out there, I think, in the eighties to do an expose. But as she dug, she found out that there were sightings that went back before that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about Dogman? You know, I honestly, from what I can gather, I I believe that they are some kind of being that's been around since before people have walked this planet. Um, I also feel that they're highly intelligent. I mean, if they were a strict animal, it should have given chase. I believe that they're connected to a higher energy plane than what we're used to working on. 
which I believe would explain the reason that we see some of these cases where they seem to disappear or where we had that weird stealthy silence going on, even though they're leaving physical proof behind that they've been there, be the footprints, scratches, that kind of thing in some of these cases. But I don't doubt that we could be looking at genetic ma manipulation in some of these cases, too, from, like, the government or aliens or whatever you want to attribute that to. I mean, I think there's a lot of different things that can tie into them and why we're seeing and experiencing the way we are from what I've read and gathered from other people's experiences as well. Yeah, Brian and I have been following this Bigfoot thing, you know, and this cryptid thing since we were kids, um, you know, right. for all our lives. And one thing that we've noticed um, recently is that there just seems to be more and more dogman sightings popping up than than ever before, uh, you know, back in the late 60s, early 70s, when the Patterson film came out. You didn't hear anything about dogman back then. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the Bray Road, when that happened, it just kind of sprung. And then now we're just getting just, more and more encounters that we're talking to. Yeah. Our... Well, I mean, you got to wonder if maybe some of them were misclassified, too. Yeah, we thought about that. Some maybe misidentified Bigfoot or something. But they can't all of them. They can't all be. Right. So. I've heard mixes. I've even heard... Uh, Bigfoot looking dogmen or dogmen that were more like big kind of a hybrid thing. I've heard people talk about that and having encounters with that. So we, we who knows, right? Who knows what's going on? Darcy, would you, would you ever want to see one again? Yes. I want to bump into that same no one. I want answers. And there is a lot of, a uh, lot of room for investigating because this is, uh, I mean, even though it's been around for a while, a relatively new phenomenon compared to. Right. Compared to Sasquatch or anything else, you know. So, how much do you know about the Bray Road area, Darcy? Or that is, are there any kind of cave systems or any? I know there's some wilderness over there, but not a ton, right? I mean, what's going? You on? know, I I only recently got back into this to like in the last say eight months to a year, so I really haven't had a whole lot of time to go digging just because I've been putting in like the hours at work just to make life like everybody else. But um looking forward to digging more. Uh there is actually a Beast of Bray Road conference now, believe it or not. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh Donna Fink, uh this is the second year they're gonna have it in April this year at the end of the month. Um there's it's a three day event. They've got a paranormal group coming out, they've got speakers, uh, and there is a farm there over on Bray Road where the gentleman has trail cam set up and for an extra ten dollars you can go view a um, presentation at his farm and take weather permitting a hayride through uh -huh. the field it's really kind of cool i really liked it last year that would be a fun show to go to yeah brian and i are excited about hearing this i'm sure brian feels the same way i do <laughs> You're, you, yeah i, I want to go check this out and uh, see what it's all about you said it's the end of april yeah if you want i can uh, leave you guys the link in the group yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely do that. We'll check it out. Yeah, and then we'll pass it along too. So yeah, yeah I think it's like forty bucks for the main event and then an extra ten for the thing at least. It's it's worth it. Yeah. I wonder if they'd let us set up our little uh, little podcast there. You can ask Donna. I if she's got room, I don't see why she wouldn't. If she doesn't have room this year, maybe she'll have you guys out next year for it. Yeah, cool. We'd like to do that. That'd be fun. yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
What's your thoughts on Bigfoot, Darcy? You know, they scare me to death because we're talking about a primate that's bigger than humans. And if you look at gorillas and orangutans and how powerful they are, I don't ever want to meet one. I have the utmost respect for them. I don't wish them any harm. But I really don't ever want to meet one. <laughs> They're supposed to be just as wicked fast as dogmen, and I don't doubt they've been around just as long. I mean, you have stories and legends of them living alongside the Native American peoples many, many hundreds of years. I don't doubt that they're just as old as Dogman is. I just know my Dogman encounter, not threatening. Bigfoot scares me to death. So, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this orb, this red orb that you followed or saw, do you think that had anything to do with the, the Dogman that you saw the night before? I'm not entirely sure. It's interesting. Um, that particular camp has this really weird looking thing in the side of that hill further up. It's quote, a storage shed, unquote, but it's actually, there's nothing shed about it. It's bars in the side of the hill. You can put stuff in this little dugout area in it, but it's got like a a big lock on it too, like the old um, metal bars like you'd find in a castle with the locks on them, right? It's just the weirdest freaking thing. I'm like, ain't no store nothing in that. That's not going to keep the elements away. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I guess there was a rabid raccoon that got uh, cornered in there and shot one time. Whether that was the raccoon or whether that, you know, was tied to the dogman, I really don't know. But it was interesting that that orb came out of that same hill that that little, quote, storage shed is in. And that camp, I found out, also has a story about what they call a buckhorn monster, which... To me, it sounds more like a Wendigo kind of thing. I don't know for sure. (laughs) Supposedly, it's a protector of the forest, but it's got antlers that if it it touches you with them, it turns you to moss and then it can eat you. I don't know. This is is something they told around, you know, campfire stories. So I don't know if there's any credence to it or not, but. I know I didn't want to go exploring in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, every urban legend is based in some kind of fact. Right? I mean, yeah, you've got your lycanthropy and you've got um, the ergo that was causing the toxic mold repercussions in people's mental states, but still, there's more to that. You had the Beast of Garuvian, you have the Cynocephaly, which show up in history in repeated different places. In different cultures. So there's something that this is based off of. Absolutely. Have you uh, spoken to anyone else in the area around around where you saw this thing that may have seen or heard about a sighting of this, of this creature also? I've tried to reach out. I even reached out to the area where we had stayed to see if they had any other reports and never heard anything back. Uh, the other campers I talked to, nobody supposedly saw anything. And the fiancé at the time is now the ex, and uh, I haven't had a chance to get a hold of him since really digging into this, because um, I I want to find out so bad if he was just saying he saw it to appease me that night, or if he legitimately saw something. Um, but he was familiar with the area. He had been out there prior, and just something he said... Uh, our senior year made me wonder. 
if he already knew about that, and that's the other reason why he seemed completely comfortable with it, is he was already used to the thing being there, you know? Do you remember what he said? Um, well, we were big into the Native American culture at the time, and uh, since we'd spent a lot of time doing like Native American beadwork and craft projects, uh, we were looking in the back of a book that had some different words. We decided we are going to give each other Native American names. And we picked him out for each other. And he said something like, he wished I would have called him Feathered Wolf. I'm thinking, I wish you'd given me a wolf name too. But at the time, I just brushed it off, right? But now looking back, I'm like, well, wait. What's going on there that I didn't even know about? Did did he know something about that creature that I didn't know about? You know? It's one of those things that just, digs and eats your mind is like god i gotta run into him so i can ask him now (laughs) Mm -hmm. you are able to get out there some more and uh and poking around in the woods keep us in mind let us know what to find out sounds good yeah i was gonna ask do you get out and uh look for these things at all i haven't had a chance to yet but i'm hoping maybe in may may not be snow on the ground but at least there might be mud (laughs) (laughs) a couple places in the state that there's supposedly found footprints and even though some of it's on private property there's other places that are like state recreational areas so i'm hoping to get out that way and take a nature hike and see if i can get lucky enough to find some samples or if one's kind enough to say hi <laughs> yeah let us know if you do yeah yeah get in touch with us and uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us today Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great night, and I'll get you that link. Sounds good. All right, Thank you. All right, take care. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. I really want to check out that festival. We can make it to that. Uh, yes. End of April. That'd be awesome. It's not that far. No. Uh, it's three days. She's supposed to send us that link, right? Put it on the group page? Yes. So hopefully when we get that, we'll pass it along to everybody else, and uh, maybe we can get a crowd. You know something I always thought about? I want us to go to Bray Road and do an investigation. And yeah, it. I do too. I do too. And that's in within driving distance. We've been there a couple hours. It is. We've been talking about doing these things, but we can't do anything because it's so damn cold out. But since oh, it's starting to get warmer. Damn winter. damn winter. I know. But it's starting to get warmer. So, you know, that's right. we're going to be planning some stuff. We're, we're going to hold true to what we say. We're going to go look for these things. Yeah, because, you better uh, believe it. That's what we really like to do. We like to look for Bigfoot, look for cryptids, and talk about them. Absolutely. That's our thing. So that's why we do what we do. So, but yeah, Darcy's uh, story. She wants to see one again. She's not afraid I know. of these things. I know. I've, I've never seen a dog, man, so I can't say. But I think I'd be probably afraid of them. I mean, I know she didn't get a detailed look at the face. Um, yeah, it was, she said it was awfully dark. But still, I mean, you know, that'd scare anybody. You know, something weird yeah. standing there, furry, six foot tall, pointy ears. Uh, I don't it's care if somebody in a costume. the shadows. Yeah. I don't care if somebody in a costume. I'm still going to be scared. You know, I don't, Hell yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that stuff coming on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and your werewolf. Unless I have a camera or something like that, and I can run like a, in a car. I'm in a car. Let's yeah. say you're not gonna outrun them. No. Just so crazy. What what are these things, man? I mean, what are they? What, what I don't know, the where deal? are they coming from? I, I mean, I have no answer yeah. to this. Um, I know we she, need to find out. She made the comment about the uh, government and the um, genetic uh, 
twisting around of you know whatnot. I, I kind of wonder about that sometimes. You know, I think are we, is the it's werewolves. I mean, Remember that? Uh, you ever see that movie? Uh, it's called Dog Soldier or something like that. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. where they're making soldiers out of uh, yeah wolf soldiers basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People kind of think that about Bigfoot. Maybe they were created by Russians for you know to invade Ukraine. Or like that. <laughs> yeah, but they all ran to the mountains and hid, so they can't. Oh, I can't get them. No, I can't find them. Ah, we lost our Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, enough of this jibber jabber. Let's let. This all right, go. yeah, I think we bored everybody enough. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. As always, my friend, I appreciate it. Always fun, man. Always. All right, until next time. See ya.